listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means lights out. This episode aired originally on February 9th, 1943, and it's called He Dug It Up. Arch Oblers, lights out, everybody. Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these lights out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Uh, it is a nice day. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Mr. Sparrow. It's as nice a day as I, too, have ever seen. <laughs> I remember a day like this when I was about 12. Mother took me into London to see the King's Palace. There, that was Edward. And I had on a green suit and that. <laughs> but that wouldn't interest you now, would it, Mr. Sparrow? Funny. I never went back. Less than a hundred miles away, and I... Morning, never... Mr. Uh, Jeffrey. Oh, oh, good morning, Mr. Elkin. Hey, Mr. Jeffrey. Oh, kind of late in the season to be planting now, ain't it? Oh, I, I wouldn't exactly say that, Mr. Elkington. Not for what I'm planting. Now, what would that be, might I be asking? A tree, my friend. Oh. A nice, strong catapa tree. My son sent it to me all the way from Exeter. You don't say catalpa tree. Well, now. I say, could I be giving you a hand with that shovel, Mr. Jeffrey? No, 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 thank you kindly. I like to dig in the soil, and the exercise does me good. Thank you kindly. Oh, well, then I'll be off on my business, Mr. Jeffrey. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. Erkington. Good morning. <laughs> but it is a good morning. Yeah. The rain certainly softened you up, didn't they, Mr. Ground? Nice and soft. Nice and soft. <laughs> Going to dig you a nice deep hole, Mr. Catalpa. Ah. Nice deep hole, so that your roots will have a good firm start in life. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well... 
If that's not the way to act, Mr. Crown, throwing big boulders in the way of my shovel. Might be big stone, too, from the sound of it. Dig you up, Mr. Boulder. If it takes me a week, yes, indeed. Big stone, all right. Keep after it, that's all. Buried all these years in the corner of my garden, and I never knew about you, now, did I? There. Yeah, that's showing results. Hmm. Yeah. Like an oblong. That's queer. Big flat oblong stone in my garden. Dig you up. That's what I'll do. Dig you up. Yes, indeed. Oh. Mrs. Gracie. Mrs. Gracie. What is it? Mrs. Gracie, come out here. You've got to come out. All right, all right. Now, what in creation is it, Mr. Jefferson? Mrs. Gracie, look, look. Land sakes alive. What kind of a hole for a tree is that? <laughs> Don't see why in the world... Look, I tell you. Is, is it a coffin? Coffin? That size and out of stone? Then what would a coffin be doing in my garden? I've never heard of anyone being buried here. It's much too big. Mr. Gracie, I got it. What? Roman. The Romans left it here. Romans? Don't you understand? The Romans. The Romans invaded and lived in Britain over 1,500 years ago. They left it here. Nobody like that lived around here. And don't you tell me anything different, Mr. Jeff. But I am telling you, a Roman's a copyist. Now, Mr. Jeff. Oh, never mind. Mr. Robinson, run over and get Mr. Robinson here. Tell him to bring a couple of men. We've got to dig this thing up. Dig it up. Mr. Jeffrey, it's the sun that struck your head. Now, don't stand there lecturing me. Mr. Robinson, hurry, get it. No, no, I won't. What? Not to dig it up, I won't. To bury it deeper, yes, but not to dig it up. This is... Coffin or one of them heathen, whatever you call it, it makes no difference. If it's been buried here all these years, then I say cover it over and let it be. There's some things best left deep under the ground. Good. Now when I give the signal, one, two, three, you on that side of the rope pull. Well, you on the other side work on the block and tackle. One, two, and up on three. Have you got it? Mr. Robinson, you will be careful. I I mean not to damage. Now look here, friend Jeffrey. I've been in the building and excavating trade and constable of this township for 20 years. And all that time I've given only one thing and that's satisfactory. Yes, sir. Now for this little stone container. This is Judas Priestman. It's ten foot by three and heaven knows how heavy. Well, true as that may be to my way of thinking, it's still a small job. If you're worried about my damaging it, you're free to call in one of my competitors. No, 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 Mr. Robinson. I want you to handle the matter. Oh, yes, yes. All right, then stay clear and I'll give the order. Uh, Wait, wait. If you please, Mr. Robinson, wait. Yeah. That housekeeper of mine, Mrs. Gracie, hmm? she wouldn't want to miss the doings, and I don't know where she'd gone off to. If, if no, you'd only Mr. wait. Jeffrey, I'm a busy man, so if you'll just stand aside. Uh, no, please. All right, men. Now, don't pull until I give the signal. One, two, three, up with him. No, 
Easy there, Joe. Ringo, throw some of the left. Up with it. Up with it. Steady there. Not too fast, you fool. Stand up and get ready to put on red. Easy now, Joe. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't swing it too high. Not too high. Are you deaf? Not too high or is it... No, no. Put it back in the ground. Put it back in the ground, I tell Mrs. you. Mrs. Gracie, what in the world? Get way? out of the way. Put it back in the Miss... ground. In the ground. It was in the ground. It belongs. Mr. Jeffrey, I'm Get out of the way. Jeffrey, get that woman out of the way. Mrs. Gracie, are you crazy? You get your woman and get away. My men can't hold the tackle. It's slipping. Look out! Look out! Get on those ropes, fool! Get on those ropes! Hurry now! Hurry! Mother in heaven! It fell right on top of her. Coffin fell right on top of her. Oh, Mrs. Gracie! Cruel thing, Mr. Jeffrey. Cruel indeed. Yes. Cruel and yet not cruel. For the ways of the divine providence are beyond our poor mortal understanding. Yes, I shall say that very thing over her grave when we bury the poor woman. As you wish, Reverend. Ah, what a day this has been. More excitement in just a few hours in this village than we've had in a dozen years. I wonder now whether it's... Almost nine. Well, I'd better be getting back to the church. Have to get everything ready for the service tomorrow. Uh, did you speak to Mr. Carboy about the coffin? Yes. That's good. You pay the good lady proper respect, we will. Well, I'll be on my way. Good night, Reverend. Oh, uh, uh, one thing more, Mr. Jeffrey. Yes? Uh, I didn't want to speak of it uh, in all the excitement before, but I feel I really should. Yes, Reverend. I know you were in quite an emotional state of mind, but do you feel it was quite the proper and respectable thing to do? I mean, having that Roman antique brought right here into the house, when it, uh, inanimate thing though it be, was the direct cause of poor Mrs. Grace's death. I wanted the sarcophagus in here, Reverend. Wanted it? But what possible use could that great stone sepulchre be to you? Oh, I realize it has certain intrinsic value. After the funeral, we'll get in touch with the proper museum authorities in London and have them take care of it. But don't you see, it wasn't quite respectful of the dead. Bringing the very thing in here that had caused the tragedy. Not respectful at all, Mr. Jeffrey. It was what I wanted. Good night, Reverend. Uh, but, Mr. Jeffrey, I... Uh, oh. Good night. Good night. Disrespectful. No fault of Mr. Coffin as she ran under it. Call in the proper authorities. I'm proper authority in Roman things myself, I am. Read with old Gibbons the climb and fall of the Roman Empire, didn't I? I certainly did. Here you are, Mr. Coffin. Just when I made them put you. And I did make them, didn't I? Ran right under you, she did. Superstitious old fool. No fault of yours, Mr. Coffin. This is a big one. Uh, let me see. Uh... About ten feet long on this side and and four this way. Ah, it's a discovery that ought to make history that it ought. 
wait for experts, should I? What would the experts do? Cart you off to one of those museums that there I'd be? Hey, the man that found you with nothing but a hole in my garden and a new grave in the cemetery to show what had happened. No. No. I'd be my own expert, Mr. Corbett. I'd open you up myself right now. And I'll take the blame or credit and no mistake about it. There's that iron bar. Mm. Mr. Robinson will wonder where his crowbar went. No wonder, Mr. Corbett. But we'll give it back to him in the morning. Yes, indeed. Yes. Got you wide open enough to look inside now, haven't I? Experts. I'll show them. Coffin, I'll bend over to see what you've got inside. Copy. Get off. Are you there? Are you there? Uh, Reverend, uh, this is uh, Mr. Jeffrey. Yes, 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 Jeffrey. No, 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 no. Uh, listen to me. That Roman's coffin, I just opened it. Inside of it, there's something, a woman, and yet... Yet it isn't. I, I mean... Oh, Reverend, come over quickly. You see, whatever it is, I don't think it's dead. Yeah, Mr. Jeffrey, you must listen to me. I'm a person of understanding, of judgment. I say leave it alone. Don't go near the thing until they get here. Now, I've phoned Dr. Thompson at the British uh, Museum. He's an expert, a qualified expert. Expert. There you go, experting again. Now, 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 you, can, now you shove on that side and I'll pull on with this. Yes. There, there. That ought to fetch the lid off. It's all against my better judgment. All right. All right. Off with it. Off with it. She goes. Another shove. We've got it open. Reverend, look. Look at her head. What? What, what in Satan's name is it? Lion's head. That's it, a lion's head. And that's the body of a woman. And alive. She is alive. Don't be a fool. It's a heathen idol. Stone. No, no. It's living skin. I'll touch it. I'll prove it. Oh, it is stone. I'm not blasphemous heathen thing. We'll cover it up, and in the morning I'll have it buried again. No, no, no. No, you won't. It's fine. Found it on my property. Oh, heaven forgive you. The blood of your poor housekeeper still staining it. Staining it? What are you talking about? This is Grace's blood. See, it's still on it. But... But the outside of the coffin fell on her. This part was closed. But it is blood. Fresh blood. Oh, it can't be out here. <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey. Reverend. That woman. A minute ago I felt cold stone. And now it's warm. Ah. 
Constable, Constable, can't you walk any faster? Oh, it'll wait, Reverend. Whatever it is, it'll wait. But I tell you, he acted like a madman. Practically threw me out of the house bodily because I... Now, wait a minute, Reverend. Begging your pardon, wait a minute. Me, I don't know a thing about this. I'm sleeping as peaceful as a sheep in the fields when you wake me up. Will you represent the law in this community? Not begging your pardon. I don't know if there's any representing to do. If you get what I mean. But I told yes, you... Yes, sir, that... you told me that the coffin that killed poor Mrs. Gracie... He opened it, I tell you. And since when is that against the law? Oh, keep walking, man, keep walking. Begging your pardon, Reverend. I know when I'm walking. Now, 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 here's the house. Now go in there, go in there and see for yourself. And that's just what I'm going to do, sir. You see, you see, I demand that you remove the heat and either by force and have it bedded in the ground where it belongs. I demand it. Uh, hold it, sir. Well... It's me, Mr. Jeffrey. I didn't send for you. I brought him here. Oh, it's you, is it? And now, Mr. Jeffrey, I feel it my duty. Uh, begging your pardon, Reverend. As long as you got me out of bed, let me do the talking, if you don't mind, sir. Now, Mr. Jeffrey, I'd like a bit of an explanation. Explanation, my grandmother. Constable, he slammed the door in our faces. Well, that he did, but but what of it? He broke no law that I know of. Then come, come and see for yourself. Eh, at the window. What? The... Glory be. I see the thing now. It, it... It can't be alive. I don't know, I don't know. Stone, and yet, yet it was warm to the touch. It better not be alive. Why? Why do you say that? Because. Look for yourself. Mr. Jeffrey... He's cutting into her with that bit of iron. Oh, it was good of you to come in and help me, Mr. Elton. Um, I'm right glad to be of service, I am. I'm glad to be of service. This is devilish hard rock. Yes, yes, it is. But we've got to break the statue open, Mr. Elkington. We've got to. If you say so. Oh, the fool, the constable, and the reverend. They'll be back soon with some new ideas about getting into the house now, won't they? I, I suppose so. But they won't stop me. They won't. I've a chance to do something before I die. Make a big discovery, I tell you. They, they won't stop me. We'll have the statue cut open before they get here now, won't we, Mr. Arthur? I will try, I will yes, try. Yes, 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 yes. Cut it open and no secret. Something that keeps that stone warm as if it were place. Uh, that'll be a wonderful discovery now, won't it? Ah, oh, that it will. Uh, yeah, faster, Mr. Stilton, faster. I'll try, I'll try. Crikey, this stone is so hard. They mustn't stop us. No, 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 no. Faster, Mr. Elkington. Oh. Elkington. Why have you stopped? It's my fingers cramped. I can't open my hands. Yes, I'll give it to me. Oh, God, help me. Got to keep working. Got to. I'll know the secret in you, Lionhead. That's the name I'm going to give a real kid, Lionhead. The power that's kept the stone in you warm all these centuries. I've got to know that, Lionhead. And I will know it. Have to keep working. Have to keep working. Come on, 
Now, Reverend. Reverend, you can drive a man too far. I tell you... No, Constable, now we'll tell you. Uh, For 24 uh, hours, you've been telling the people of this community that the law won't permit you to do this and the law won't permit you to do that. Well, it won't. But we tell you we won't stand by and permit one of our citizens to indulge in heathen madness and not do something about it. Am I right, gentlemen? But but what can I do? He's in his own home. He's not committing any public nuisance. We've gone over that a hundred times. The fact remains you've got to go in there and stop him. You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. The hardest stone in the world. They beat you up, huh? Yeah. Mr. Jeffrey, I'm asking you, please stop cutting into it. Please. of the warmth. Before any of the others know about it. Or they stop me. Mark, what's that? Not to keep working. That sound, Mr. Jeffrey, what is it? Can't talk to you, Mr. Huckington. Important work. But, uh, Mr. Jeffrey, the chisel, why did you drop it? My hand. Like an electric current running through the chisel. Oh, no. No, no, just... Just a weariness in my muscles. Pick up the chisel. Yes. Go on. I, I, yes. I, I think I'm going now. No, Mr. no, Jeffrey. no. You stay where you are. I, you stay until you stay there. If I lock the door for you, they'll come in. And I won't let them in before I learn the secret, you hear me? That sound, Mr. Jeffrey. It's like something yeah. burning. You hear? We can get in louder and louder. Well, stop. I've got to find the secret of that warmth. Fifteen centuries of warmth. Mr. Uh, Jeffrey, it's the constable. I don't care. I don't care. Open up. Open up, Mr. Jeffrey. Well, you, you won't stop me, you really fool. Open up, Mr. Uh, Jeffrey, in the name of the law. I've uh, got a warrant uh, this time. Good and proper. Warrant? Oh, no, no. Oh, Mr. Warrant. Jeffrey, you ought to really... No, 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 I... Hey, I'm almost finished. Go away. Go away. Uh, Dr. Professor Thompson from the museum. Mr. Jeffrey, I warn you. No, no, Open no. up or we'll break yeah. down the door. Mr. Jeffrey, I no, beg of no, no, you, please. No, 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 no. They won't stop me. But I'm almost through. I tell you, I'm frightened, I am. broken through to the middle of my statue. Oh, no. I'll find out oh. a secret and no one else. There. My bitches are breaking through. Uh, it's, it's hollow. It's breaking through. Uh, in a second, I know. In a second, I know. Oh. 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 Help! Somebody help! Oh. 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 All right, all right, men, quiet down. There's nothing more we can do. Mr. Jeffrey is dead. Such a horrible way to die. It was the lantern. Set him afire, I guess. No, 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 it wasn't that. Hey, what say, Mr. Elfington? I saw it all. A flame come out of the statue. You're dead, man. No, well, it's the truth. I saw it. Professor Thompson, you, you tell him. What did you see as you came through the door? There was a flame from it. You but, really mean. but how can that be? Flame from a statue? And the Romans went down to Egypt. Professor, tell us, what is it? What is this statue? The lioness-headed goddess Sekhmet. Well? 
and they worshipped her as the goddess of fire. This is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome back. I must admit, I enjoyed this story. However, I was unaware of the Roman goddess Sekhmet. Well, that's because she was not a Roman god at all. She was, in fact, an Egyptian warrior goddess and the goddess of healing for Upper Egypt, and was the daughter of Ra, the sun god. The saving of mankind was commemorated every year on the feast day of Sekhmet. Everyone drank beer stained with pomegranate juice. As the story went, Ra sent Sekhmet to destroy the mortals who conspired against him. In the myth, Sekhmet's bloodlust was not quelled at the end of the battle and led her to destroying almost all of humanity. So, Ra poured out beer dyed in red that resembled blood. Mistaking the beer for blood, she became so drunk that she gave up the slaughter and returned peacefully to Ra. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. And join us next Thursday for some more Lights Out. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>